Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, good morning, welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment with DJ Rock Lobster. All right. All right. Hey, DJ Rock Lobster. Yes. Do your boy a favor. Um, down there, and if you see something, say something. You'll see yeah. uh, that I've got a little thing for Kevin Hart and Don Cheadle. We didn't have time for it before the break, so I wanted to get to it quickly. Um, Kevin Hart and Don Cheadle sat down for an interview. Kevin Hart was interviewing Don Cheadle. And I only found this because Cheadle was trending on Twitter on Friday. And the internet just takes the bait. They're just not the most intelligent bunch, the Twitter crowd. And they took the bait and were all acting like Don Cheadle really got mad. They were posting GIFs of, man, when Kevin Hart dissed him, how he got mad and said, check the tape and all of that. Um, when in reality, even the clip that we're going to play, I thought read funny and comedic and staged. And uh, and there's an extended bit of audio that you can dig up online that shows that it is not the beef that Twitter wanted you to believe on Friday that it was. So here is uh, Kevin Hart talking to Don Cheadle. And then when he mentions his age, when Cheadle does, that's when things, according to the Internet, got awkward. But at the same time, like I said... And me, you know, I'm 56 years old. Damn! I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because it was a so thought. No, no, seriously. It was dude, a thought. It was I'm a not, thought, and I blurted it out. I'm I did fine. not mean it that I'm not, way. I'm fine. Okay, but just understand, I didn't mean it the way it came Let's, out. We'll take a poll on how you meant it with I'm, people here later after the show's over. But I can sit up here and honestly say, buddy, that yeah, that was from yeah, a place yeah. of love. Got it. Like, damn. Oh, that was from, like, damn. You didn't. If we could play it back right now, play it back. <laughs> These are two different dams. Play it back in slow motion. There man. wasn't no. I damn. said. I wasn't, said. There was no like. Wow. That's, I that's said. Amazing. Damn. No, you said the <laughs> word damn. Do you want me to tell you how you said it? I know how I said it, Don. Do you want me to say it back to you how I think you said it? Go ahead. Damn. Not not true. Fam. <laughs> not true. Fam. I said. Kevin. I said. Damn it. <laughs> Each time you said it, now it's gotten quieter and quieter. So then yeah, from there, so not. they had cut it off right before the laugh. Right before Cheeto started to laugh on Twitter. And from there, Kevin Hart ends up busting up laughing. He is like just telling Don Cheadle how much he loves him. Then Don Cheadle goes on Twitter and somebody said, how do you feel about you know this clip that's going around? What does it make you think? And Don Cheadle said, it makes me think that I want to do a movie with Kevin Hart as soon as I can. This may have been my favorite interview ever. But on Friday, point is, when it came out on Twitter... It was staged, it was it was edited, shared, and commented on as though it was some sort of legitimate beef. It was 
very funny. And, and, and what it goes into after that, there's probably another 30 seconds of stuff. And it was just very funny. And I would love to see them do a movie together. And I must say, Kevin Hart, for me, I don't even know if I've seen a full movie that he's been in. I have. He's cute. He's How he says stuff mm-hmm. is just so funny to me. I saw that one with him and... Was it De Niro? Did I say it right? You did say De Niro, right? Thank you. Um, uh, was it? Um, nope, nope, nope. It was the guy Cranston, from Breaking Bad. Brian yes, Cranston. Yes. And that was less of a full tilt comedy. That was more dramedy. And it was sweet. Yeah. Yes. It was. A, I I prefer that kind of movie. It was very very sweet. I've seen him in Jumanji with The Rock, and oh, he and I The never Rock that. do great press together. And by the way, do yourself a favor very quickly, and then we'll get into our music news. Go follow The Rock on Instagram and go watch some of his videos. Hear me out. Watch some of his videos doing press with Emily Blunt for Jungle Cruise. Mm -hmm. They are so charismatic and funny together at each other's expense. You will I guarantee you'll laugh or at a minimum smile when you watch their press videos together. So great. To talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. All right, well, we already heard about Jay Z's latest hustle big time gambling. He signed on with some heavy hitters in a bid to open a sports book in New York, and that move could make him, you know, pioneer. In the billion-dollar industry, this guy, I'm telling you. He is a businessman. No kidding. Is he based in New York? He He, is based in New York. Or he's at least a New York guy. Oh, yeah. Even if he lives in L.A. Okay. Is it Jay-Z's line? I I have to ask Rocco this and not you, Donna, with all due respect. (laughs) Is it Jay-Z that has a a rap lyric that is something like, uh, I'm not a businessman, I'm a businessman? You know that what I'm sounds, saying? That sounds like something he'd say. I feel like. Get it, Donna? Yeah, I'm not yeah. a businessman. I'm a business, comma, man. I, I understand, Carol. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. I feel like I'm explaining stuff to my aunt. Do you get it? Do you listen to it? Okay. You know, and oh, I'm, th- you know, God. like a lot of these billionaire musicians, their money isn't, you think it's from their music, but it's not, right? Like, that's why. No, it's because Rihanna's of their products and their perfumes. Right, so and, that's yeah. the rock aware. Clothes that was a title. What else was he doing? All they have have to do is become famous for something Mm -hmm. and then start branding. Yes, that's all you need to do. You could quit whatever it was you were doing before. There's great money in brands. It's Christmas, comma, Carol. It is Jay Z. (laughs) It is Jay Z that says that, by the way. Uh, I'm not a businessman, I'm a business, comma, man, and that is in the uh. The song Diamonds with Kanye West. Thank you. Now. He also makes money uh, as a sports agency. Like, he has. Yeah. What's the name of his? uh, Rock Nation. Oh, yeah. Rock Nation. Yeah. Wow. I mean, how about this? If you're giving, if you're an up and coming athlete, you have two options. I'm going to either sign with Clutch Sports, which is run by LeBron James and his team, or Rock Nation. Who do you want your agent to be, so to speak? LeBron and company? Or Jay-Z. Those are pretty cool options. Do you yeah. want a businessman or do you want a business? Come, Come on. on. 
<laughs> now Rocco and I are rapping to each other, and it feels exciting. <laughs> hey, Donna. Hey, guys. Hey, what did I miss? Can we get to this quick? No. The, no, come on. We're out, we, of, time. We're out of time. Yeah. Dang it. But, we can't get to the Nickelback story? All right. So some guy claims that Nickelback stole his song, Rockstar. I mean, how old is that song? Why are we coming out with this now? Was he cryogenically frozen in the year 1996 and missed it all? Great question. But apparently he and his band had this song out before they did. And now, I don't know, is there a lawsuit? We'll find out. But here are the two songs back to back. They had the same idea. That's a Snowblind revival, by the way. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna rule in favor of Nickelback. I am too. I am too. Well, how many times will we say that? Uh, very rarely. Alrighty, you can give us a call right now six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you've got a good joke, it is National Tell a Joke Day. If you've got a good joke, it's got to be clean. It's got to be, be quick. Short. Yeah. No don't... Oli and Lena jokes. Yeah, let's keep it tight here. <laughs> uh, but call now and make us laugh and the listeners laugh. It's National Tell a Joke Day six five one six four one one zero seven one. Happy you National Tele-Joke Day. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. It's our annual Call Us and Tell Us a Joke. <sighs> Steve, you got a joke you want to share? Go. Steve. Mine's a little bit long. Okay. Okay. You're breaking our own rules. I know, but I figured we're allowed to break the rules. All right. We Just do have lots can. of uh, callers standing by, too. Okay, great. Um, the three of us... Rocco, Donna, and Steve, we die in a fiery car crash. Okay? Okay. Kill the, kill the music. This is going to get dramatic. We all go up to heaven, and we meet St. Peter at the gates. St. Peter says, okay, everybody can come in. Good news. A little surprised, Donna, but you're in. Whatever you do, don't step on a duck. It's our only role in heaven. The gates open. There are ducks everywhere, all over the floor, on tabletops, everywhere. So Rocco starts walking around, accidentally steps on a duck. St. Peter comes along, handcuffs him to the ugliest woman in all of the world and says, now you must stay handcuffed for all eternity. So Donna, you and I, we see this. We now do our best. We want to avoid the ducks, do not step on a duck. So I end up going months and months without stepping on any duck. Then one morning, absent-minded as I'm getting out of bed, step on two ducks. St. Peter comes over handcuffs me to the most atrocious looking and smelling woman and says, now you've got to stay handcuffed to each other for all of eternity. So now, Donna, you go years and years without stepping on any ducks. And all that time, it's amazing. Then one day, St. Peter comes along and handcuffs you to just the most handsome man you have ever laid eyes on. St. Peter says, now you must stay handcuffed to each other for all of eternity. To which you turn happily and say, oh my gosh, what have I done to deserve this? And the really hot guy says, I don't know about you, but I stepped on a duck. (laughs) (laughs) You're so stupid. It took a while, but I feel pretty good about it. And now we go to the phones. (laughs) It's National Tell-A-Joke Day. Let's go to Jamie. Hey, Jamie. Jamie. Hey, Jamie, can you hear us okay, buddy? Hi. Hi. Alrighty, why don't you tell us a joke? The floor is yours. 
Okay, thank you. First of all, I love you guys. This is so exciting. Oh, we love you, too. Thanks for listening. I made this joke especially for my boss last night when I was watching the Saint event Val Kilmer movie. I don't know why it came to me during that, but it did. Um, And I told him today, because we have pun wars and stuff, so I made this one especially for him. Um, (laughs) Where does Garfield go for his karate lessons? Where? Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, so stupid. Delightfully Steve's gonna, stupid. Steve's going to be writing. I mean, I'll use down. it. I'll absolutely <laughs> use it. I'm just saying. Oh, that's yeah, funny. Thanks, Jamie. That's adorable. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> <laughs> I won't even charge for that one. You guys can use it. Thank you. That's a good one. Thank you, Jamie. Jamie. And thank you for listening. Yeah. Bye. Have a good day. We'll go to Danelle on line two. Hi, Danelle. All right. Oh, my gosh. Mine's terrible, but it's just the dumbest dad joke ever. Hey, have you heard the joke about the jump rope? No. Skip it. <laughs> Danelle, hang up on yourself. Danelle, send our send our love to Buffalo. We love you. Love you guys too. Bye, right. Danelle. Hi. <laughs> All right. So let's see if Paige can top that one. Hello, Paige. Oh, uh, I don't know. We'll try. How okay. do you get the farmer's daughter to like you? How do you get the farmer's daughter to like you? I don't know. A tractor. Good one. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. Good one, Paige. Where'd you hear that? A customer at work told it to me. Oh, nice. (laughs) Um, I've got a joke, a a short one that I wrote when I was a kid, and I wanted to get it into like the 101 schoolyard joke book. Remember that? Nope. Great. What did the one bee say to the other bee when he asked him how his date went? I don't know. He said, it was great. I necked her. Whoa. (laughs) Pretty good. <laughs> That's aggressive. Was, that, was that the Metallica drummer? Paranormal. Is that Lars? <laughs> is Lars Ulrich doing it now? I was just gonna say the same. Oh man, is that Charlie Watts in the house? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that making me laugh. Okay, oh, Donna, do you have a good joke? No, you know my giraffe one is always a go-to. Give it a. Oh, go ahead, do it. Uh, I've heard. Okay. Um, Giraffe walks into a bar and says, "High balls are on me." <laughs> it's an anatomical <laughs> joke, everybody. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How about uh, the old knock knock? Who's there? Dwayne. Dwayne who? Dwayne the bathtub. I'm drowning. <laughs> <laughs> Rocco, do you have any uh, good jokes? No, but we do have uh, Annie on line right, one. We'll That's let something. Annie have the last word. Hi, Annie. Hi, Annie. Hi, guys. Okay, so I a friend that had cancer, so I'm calling her every day to see how she's doing. I'd send her over bad dad jokes, so I have a bunch of them, but Aww. I'll give my two back. Oh, good. Okay. Um, so I was addicted to the... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Pokey pokey. But then I turned myself around. <laughs> that's funny. That's pretty good. That's good. Oh. That's good. What do uh, lemons say when they answer the telephone? Not I sure. I don't know. Yellow. <laughs> that's good. Hey, listen, our best to your friend who's going through yes. that right now. What's Keep on loving on her, okay? What's your friend's name? Um, we had two of them. I was, she's passed from my friend Martha. She was famous. Everybody loved her. She was a fabulous woman. Oh, oh sending love to Martha. Everybody calls say, how you doing? How you doing? And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to send you a bad dad joke of the day, every day. That's great. Oh, that's, that's awesome. That's a great idea. Well, thank you for the call. Thank you for listening. I will end with one more joke. Bye. Bye-bye. What's the best thing about Switzerland? I don't know. What? I don't know, but the flag is a big plus. <laughs> Geography jokes. Yeah, really not a lot of people are doing flag humor these uh, days. I know, it's true. Hey, you guys, we're going to be back at the Minnesota State Fair, August 26th to September 6th. So here's the deal. You could come out. You can watch your favorite weekday uh, shows from 6 a.m. till 6 p.m. on the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage. You could register to win $1,000 from AARP. Um, plus special weekend broadcast schedules just for the fair. We'll have everything you need to know at my talk 1071 keyword fair. Okay? Okay. College of Pop Culture Knowledge, give us a call and we're going to play. All right. 651-641-1071. We're entering a scoreless game. Time to go to college. college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, me, Rocco. I want to see how smart you are. Rocco, by the way, will be joining us on Twin Cities Live today at 3 o'clock. And he's uh, he's going to run a, a, a College of Pop Culture Knowledge for us, a television edition. And he, uh, to my knowledge, is in contact now with our executive producer, Christian Unser. And so, uh, yeah, mm. should be a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, I did. And I found out I uh, we got to come up with, in case there's a tie, I can't really use a... A song Audio tie clip, breaker. right, right. Yeah. I might make you guys do a feat of skill. Ooh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who knows? But we did line up a caller. Oh, excellent. Her name's Maddie. Hey, Maddie. Hi. Hi. What are you up to today? Um, just enjoying summer. Oh, good for you. It's a nice day, isn't it? It is. All right, so here's the deal. Rocco's going to tell us what the topic is today for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. I am going to tell you it. <laughs> I thought it's been like sunny and beautiful for about seven or eight straight days now, right? Yes, and green. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm like, let's just pick songs that have something to do with sunshine. Okay. Just sunny, okay. sunshiny songs. There's plenty of them, right? Oh, yeah. Sunshine oh, yes. on my shoulders mm. makes me happy. So I'm going to quiz Donna and Steve on some songs that have something to do with sunshine. And uh, who do you think, Maddie, knows more about songs that have something to do with sunshine? I'm going to go with Donna. Why? Yeah, because I'm smarter. Because she's sunny, that's why. I'm sunny! <laughs> oh, my. Okay. All right. 
I love you guys. I'm going to play the guitar. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, Steve. Steve's going to get rid of him. He's, no looking up summer songs, Steve. Yeah. All right. All right, Donna and Maddie. I'm going to put Maddie on hold. I'm okay. Look across the window at Donna. Hey, man. And I'm going to name three songs that have something to do with sunshine, and I want to see if you can get them right. Okay. And it goes a little something like this. Can you name the 2002 song where Sheryl Crow says she's going to tell everyone to lighten up? Um, yeah, it's uh, come back to that. 1985 One Hit Wonder by a band fronted by Katrina Leskanich. Um, that's Katrina and the Waves, uh, uh, Walking on Sunshine. And 1999 One Hit Wonder by the Canadian band Len. Oh boy, I uh, don't know that one. The first one is, um, oh God, uh, all I want to do is have some fun. Maybe. All I want to do is have some fun. Sun, uh, sunny. The lyric I gave you was, she's going to tell everyone to lighten up. Mm. All I want to do is have some fun. I don't know what that has to do with sunshine, but... Uh, uh, let's see if Maddie has thoughts on all it. All right. Maddie, do you remember... Those glorious days of 2002, we had sure. just survived Y2K. Yeah. We were all breathing a collective sigh of relief. We were sitting around listening to Cheryl Crow, and she sang a song where she says, I'm going to tell everyone to lighten up. And that song was about sunshine. Do you remember what that song was called? I don't remember that one. All right. All right, we'll go with all I want to do is have some fun. The second one was the 1985 one-hit wonder by a band fronted by Katrina Leskanich. Donna said Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves. I feel like Donna's right on that one. Yes. Okay. And the 1999 one-hit wonder by the Canadian band Len that had something to do with sunshine. I think that one is Steal My Sunshine. Oh, I like it. Yes. Mm. Final. Right? Okay. All right. We'll bring we Steve pretty back. Good. We'll wait don't tell Steve. us how we did. We don't okay, want to know. We'll not tell you. All right. Fine. Ain't Here's no Steve. sunshine when she's gone. There's not one when she's away. And Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. All right. Stop. Now let's get to the good part. And I know, I know, oh, I, know, I, know I know, 16 I know, times in a row, I believe it. I know, I know. <laughs> you know, I always say, Bill Withers, uh, his buddies came in the next morning. Bill, how'd writing go last night? Um, you know, why don't I just play it? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like the one Sunshine song that's kind of depressing. The rest yeah, are all sounds, pretty happy. It's that A minor, E minor. Who am I to talk music theory? Quiz me, damn it. All right, here it comes. I'm going to quiz you on three songs that have something to do with Sunshine. Okay. For all the sunshine we've been having around here. And it starts with this one. Can you name the 2002 song where Cheryl Crow said she's going to tell everyone to lighten up? Soak up the sun. The 1985 one-hit wonder by a band fronted by Katrina Laskanich. That's fake. Next. <laughs> a 1999 <laughs> one-hit wonder by the Canadian band Len. 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 Oh, man. Son. Um, 1999. This is like right in your millennial yeah. wheelhouse. Len. The other one, 85, Katrina Navratilova. Um, mm. Son. Mm. Okay, though. Mm. Well. Let's go down. Donna and uh, Maddie did all right. Starting at the top, Steve got this one right. 
Soak Up the Sun by Sheryl Crow. Donna thought maybe it was that other one. Um, all I want to do is have some, fun. Do is oh, have some fun. Oh, sure. Which is also about, you know. Summertime. Summertime. I always um, struggled with Sheryl Crow music. She's good. Just lean into it, man. Just let yeah, it come man. to you. Let Just it flow. Just let it come to you. It's a very fluid situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. All right, fine. Um, the second one, Donna got right. Steve kind of blanked. It was Katrina and the Waves' song, Walking on Sunshine. Oh, D word. The third one, neither Donna nor Steve knew, but Maddie, Maddie took knew. took a crack at it. She knew it was Steal My Sunshine by Len. That means Maddie's going to win a My Talk t-shirt. Wow. Nice job, Maddie. How does that song go? Oh, yeah, Steal remind me the sunshine. melody of that. Um, we'll I'll let Maddie sing it. it up. It's, uh, oh, God. Um, if you steal my you sunshine. Steal my sunshine. Yep. Yeah. And it's like a brother and sister duo. Yes, it was. You nailed it. Wow. And it also, I believe, steals or samples from More, 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 a sort of a 70s disco hit. Oh. I'll skip to the middle part here. Yes. Does he like butter tarts? I was lying on the grass. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I figured Steve would know that. That's a, that's a millennial one. Yeah, yeah. The one hits are really tough. Yeah. One hit wonders. Dad, Maddie knew it. She wins a t shirt. Congratulations, Maddie. Go, Maddie. What are you, you going to do with the t shirt? <laughs> Obviously, wear it everywhere I go. Nice. Yeah, Maddie. Hey, do you have our app downloaded, Maddie? I do. Nice. You're my boo. All right, you be safe out there. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Maddie. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Monopoly is one of the worst games ever created. It took a lot of smarts. I'm sure they felt proud when they finished it and said, wow, this is the game. But if you've ever played Monopoly one time, you never want to play it again for the rest of your life, right? <laughs> That's true. Well, I there is a person. Safe. There is a person. There's a person. Um, who figured out the strategy for having the best possible chances of winning a game of Monopoly. Okay. We got this from Boing Boing. I love Boing Boing. Four steps, and you need to do these, and you'll probably win. First of all, always buy everything that you can. Seven turns into the game, money becomes pretty much worthless in comparison to your properties. And always play by the real rules. So if a person chooses not to buy a property, that property is auctioned to the highest bidder. Step number two, hmm. never buy the cheap purple or brown properties, don't buy utilities, and don't buy railroads with the intent of completing the set. Instead, use them as trades with worse players who think they're good. They ah. think that these are good properties. <laughs> railroads in particular are very in demand, it does kind of seem sexy, but awful unless you get all four, at which point they're still worse than the light blue properties. I have a confession. Oh, this is her confession. I don't even know how to play Monopoly. I don't know what it's about. I don't. I know it's something to do with with property and buying homes and streets and. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, I believe you try to buy property, and then people have to pay you rent every time that they come land on one oh, of your spaces. Okay. So you're trying to win all of the money 
in all other properties. So you want to. game takes place in New Jersey. I know, with Park Avenue and all that stuff, right? Darling, I love you, but give me Park Avenue. Yeah, you know, I remember playing as a kid and hating it. Yeah, I'd be too. like, let's play something else. Yeah, I'm like, can we do Candyland? Shoots and Ladders works for me. And your parents are like, I spent $12 on this game. We're playing. That's right. Zip it or I'll bring Risk out. <laughs> All right, we'll play Monopoly. Risk is also a geography kind of game, right? Yeah, I believe that's more of a battle for global domination. The colors are pretty, though. Candy, Candy has some geography. Nice, I guess. I didn't know that. Yeah, don't you have to? It's a land of candy. <laughs> He's right about that. Nice, He's right about wow, that. Wow, deep thoughts from DJ Rock Lobster. <laughs> okay, now back to my Monopoly tips. I have two more tips. Donna doesn't know how to play. So again, always buy everything you can. Never buy the cheap purple or brown properties, utilities, or railroads. Step three, the most valuable properties are the oranges and the reds because that's where most people land. After getting out of jail. Oh, okay. You want the oranges, you want the reds. Load up there. And get a full set as soon as possible and put four houses on each. Never a hotel. As per the rules, once the houses in the box are gone, nobody can get any more. And therefore, nobody can build hotels. You need a certain amount of houses to turn into a hotel. So you can essentially cut others off by doing that. You want to scoop up as many houses as possible. Now, if you are thinking, Steve, that was a fairly boring three minutes of radio as you described (laughs) Monopoly strategy. I don't disagree with you. There are a lot of people that play it. And so this would be my encouragement to officially stop playing it once and for all. Okay. I love it. How do you think Monopoly sales are right now? Probably not good, right? I feel like they're good. I I bet they did a great last year during the pandemic. Do you? And puzzles. I bet puzzles. Buy some stock in puzzles. Well, maybe not anymore. Well, maybe. Who knows what's about to happen? Donna! I'm sorry. Who are you? in the room. Fauci? All of a sudden, it's the Fauci and Steve show? (laughs) I'd be open to that as a (laughs) one-off. I think that could be fun. That's funny. All righty. When we come back, we got a little bit of a TV talk for you. Donna and I are both getting all caught up in season two of Ted Lasso, which is out on Apple TV Plus now. I took the plunge and started a free trial last night. Lost my sister's login info. And a uh, sports documentary on Netflix that I think would interest even the non-sports fan. Listen to a little bit of the trailer. When we come back, it is the Donna and Steve show on my talk. Welcome back. Donna and Steve here on my talk 1071 everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, producer Rock Lobster, also in the house. We're both fans of Ted Lasso. Rocco, do you watch Ted Lasso? I have not delved into season two yet. Okay. okay. But you've watched season one. I did, and I liked it. Okay, yeah. I th- you strike me that you would because you seem like you're a soccer fan. I do like the footy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> didn't like that at all um season two is out now don't worry no spoilers coming your way i tried to get my sister's information again for apple tv plus and tried and tried and it just kept not working kept not working got the verification code put that in still not working so i bit the bullet started a seven day free trial with a reminder set for day six on my phone to cancel the free trial hmm. hopefully i can barnacle off my sister again by that point but we're now there are four episodes of Ted Lasso season two that are out right now, and uh, just picks up right where it left off in terms of the vibe that you get from so many episodes of Ted Lasso is just one of 
optimism mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just feels good. You know, I, here's one way that I would describe it too. Um, my wife, who if there like if there's a hard R show or movie that we're watching that just has like too many f bombs, they're just swearing left and right. Yeah, we can both sort of tap out. She's a little more sensitive to it than I am, but we can both just be like, okay. The funny thing about Ted Lasso is, and I really think it might be the British accents. It could be, but there is so much cursing in that show, and she just like laughs her way through it and i think it might be because of the sweet package that it's all within it's not like you're watching a scorsese movie where he breaks his own record and says the f-bomb this many times it feels it feels uh different there and it starts totally absurd season two yeah i can't even remember how it started and i'm i think i'm three episodes in don't worry rocco this won't give anything away Dang. okay donna remember it starts with a penalty kick Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but it's funny how they use that to increase some stakes so that you don't feel like it's total fluff. Yep. And there are some things that need to get figured out and all of that. Uh, but goodness, they just, they have mastered a feeling on that show, which is which is really great. Now we got to wait week to week for new episodes to come out. I like that, though. Yeah. I like it, because it kind of, like... Allows you to catch up on other stuff. Sure. And, you know, I don't think Ted Lasso himself ever curses. If Maybe I'm wrong. You're probably right. I, yeah, I think you're right. I'm pretty, 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 pretty sure. sure. Anyway, but you're right. I almost feel like I, I said it before. I'll say it again. It would be helpful if you had the closed caption available to you while watching. Also, there are a variety of different British accents in that yes. show. Yes. You know, Juno Juno Temple um, plays a very... Keely? Yes, Keely. Yeah, Keely. She plays Keely. Her name's Juno? Her, her name is Juno Temple, the actor. Um, I don't know. Does she speak like that in real life? Um, it's really funny that you asked that because I saw her in Palmer. Okay. With Justin Timberlake. And? And she plays a Southerner. She's like totally real Southern. I guess I just get a little, you know, we all think the British accent is very sexy. It's like, cool. It's interesting. But if all of, if every time you say think, it comes out think, which I guess is like Michael Caine. What is that, Rocco? What part of Mm, Britain is that if you're doing think? Think I think is that kind of Cockney? Is it kind of I would say Brixton? I think I think you're right. There's okay. nothing like butter, mate. Yeah, there's a, there is a variety. It's as if you had a Southerner, a New Yorker, you know, mm. a, a Bostonian, all in the same TV show. Right. It's, yes. Yeah, it's the American equivalent that is, or the British equivalent of that. Um, this Juno Temple girl. I hate her hair in this show. Okay, let's unpack that. It was unanticipated. <laughs> what, why? I just, she's got the I dream of genie thing going on all the time. Um, Hi, pony. Yeah, and I would just like to see her with her hair down every now and then. Like maybe a side part, maybe some bangs. I don't know. It just feels very dated. Maybe that's by design. I don't know. Kind also, of bugs. 
the uh, the owner of the football club, as it were, in Ted Lasso. I don't know that actress's name. I quite like her in this show. Oh, she's from Game of Thrones. Oh, is she from mm-hmm. Game of Thrones? Yeah, she. So I don't think like, she had a big role. Well, if you remember the season finale, maybe, of season one of Ted Lasso, she sings at a karaoke bar. Yes. Do you remember that? I do. And has a great voice. And I will just say, in an episode that you haven't yet seen, Donna, she sings... And my word, she has a great, great voice. Really easy yeah. to listen to. Yep. It's got this cool rasp to it. Um, oh, my gosh. But to the point where I was, my wife was like, is that her real voice? And I said, it is, because she sang last year, too. I think it's just one of her things. Really. I would, I would listen to her album. I think I would, too. Let's do it together. Okay. Listening party. Steve's one AirPod house. each. <laughs> Well, you know, you know that bit that you have where you go scam, yes, scam. scam. That's based on the nun that says shame. Yes, on shame. Game of Thrones. That nun oh. is the actress. actress. Well, let's Hannah get her Waddingham. name. Oh yes. my gosh! Yes, and that's the one who's in Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unbelievable. And you could tell because she's kind of like you know very tall, you know statuesque. Yes, in which a lot of the characters on Game of Thrones it feels like they are like. Larger than life, kind of, you know, no, yes, Icelandic Donna. feel. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see her and Ted hook up. Mm. You know, it's funny that you say that. I felt like I started to sense a little, are they trying to go that direction? I know. Felt like Me there was too. a seed planted. Well, so. they're both very fond of one another, that's for sure. Yes. They have her off dating some guy that she's not really into he's going through some marital problems he's going through a divorce mm-hmm. who plays his wife i forget who knows damn anyway ted lasso season two get all caught up four episodes are out in season two um i did watch a documentary on netflix over the weekend on saturday night my brother told me about the documentary the malice at the palace hmm. which has to do with the 2004 brawl between the indiana pacers and Detroit Piston fans, you'll remember Ron Artest running up into the stands. Here's a little bit of the trailer. Uh, make sure we come in at 10 seconds there, Rocco. There's a little bleeper thing right before that. Ooh. I'm having some computer issues. Oh, I thought that was actually I part know. of I was the, like, the thing. I was like, yeah, sounds good. Oh, we'll sounds we'll yeah, we, well, yeah, we'll play it. Why don't we play it coming up? Yeah, yeah. we can play it coming up. It's, uh, I it's, hear about it's this. really interesting. Yeah, we'll see if we can do it at 11 o'clock. It's a... Uh, it's fun. It's fun is a weird way to talk about a documentary that involves a fight with players and fans. But do you remember that news event, Donna? From it was two thousand four, so it was a while yeah. ago. Yeah. But it was so crazy. Someone had thrown a beer onto Indiana Pacers player Ron Artest, and then he immediately jumped up and chased into the stands and spoiler alert, punched the wrong guy. I always thought, boy, what if you were that guy? Oh, no. Who was standing beside the guy that threw the thing. And then Artest comes up and punches you. Um, (laughs) We hear from the guy who threw it, by the way, in the documentary. So we'll try to listen to it. That and uh, some news about that Field of Dreams special that they had last week.